Welcome to Beauty 4.0, a podcast by Cosmetics Design Europe, brainstorming opportunities in tech and cutting-edge innovation for an industry that can thrive. In this episode, we speak with Antonia Baldum, Brand Partnerships Manager for Beauty at TikTok, about just how fast this video entertainment platform has evolved in the beauty space. Get ready for a deep dive behind the scenes on algorithms, sound use, the hyper-empowered consumer, strategic partnerships, and exactly how fragrance and gender fluid are set to be key spaces to watch. Thanks so much for joining us, Antonia. Uh, thanks so much for having me, Casey. It's great to be here today. So we're here to talk about TikTok. And we've certainly seen a significant uptick and rise in the beauty category. So could you talk us through this insatiable rise that we have seen? Yes, absolutely. Um, so it definitely has been a real phenomenon. And in the relatively short time since we've launched, so just over two years in the UK now, uh, we are really proud of the fact that TikTok has become the go-to destination for beauty lovers, for brands, creators, uh, people that want to learn more, to just come together and find new brands, to discover trends, hacks, new creators, that kind of thing. So we've become a really powerful place for our communities to come together. Um, even looking at things like our, our big hashtags around beauty, we've had 53 billion views <laughs> just of the hashtag beauty itself. Um, wow. Nearly 50 billion on skincare and 150 billion on makeup. So these figures really show the appetite for beauty on the platform. Um, and it's really down to our unique approach to beauty. So with us being a content graph rather than a social graph, I'm gonna to talk to that in a bit more detail later, hopefully. We have really democratized creativity and with that democratized the beauty space. So we're a place where all beauty is celebrated. Uh, everyone's uh, content can be seen, whether or not you're an individual or a brand. And we're really, really proud of the fact that we are changing the way that beauty shows up on a global scale. Um, it's down to a number of factors. So not just uh, kind of people consuming content, but actively participating and creating their own content on the platform. So we've seen this across the, the, the whole industry in many different forms. So lots of different products going viral on the platform um, and many different trends as well. I'd like to pick up on that word you used really early on there, community. And it's something that, you know, Onlook has come back to time and time again with TikTok is this mm -hmm. sense of community between the users and the brands. How important and central is it, do you think, to uh, why beauty as an industry has been so successful on TikTok? It's so, so important. Um, I think beauty has so many different nuances there are so many different tribes with under the beauty umbrella and what tiktok has done is become a global bridge to connect different tribes from around the world and um, for people to really kind of find people that look like them meet new creators on the platform and new brands um, and it is really really powered by the community on the platform uh, we say that creators are really the lifeblood of tiktok and that's very much the case and what they have done is really uh, democratize creativity 
So, yeah, in terms of tribes um, and global communities, it's something that we uh, have seen really grow on the platform. We have connected uh, different tribes from across uh, different markets and we are really a place for discovery. Um, so on the platform, the user is constantly in that kind of uh, discover mentality. Because of that, they are constantly, you know, leaning towards new brands, new creators, um, and really building the community out there. Uh, we're also a place where co-creation is the name of the game. Um, and so because of that, brands have been able to build out communities, which are really powerful advocates and ambassadors for them. Every time they post a, a TikTok on the platform, they become a brand ambassador in their own right. So uh, definitely, we always encourage brands to work with creators as well. Um, and we know that authenticity is definitely the name of the game on TikTok. So working with uh, the right creators that have a huge community around them and the right advocates for your brand, um, that is definitely something that is really mandatory when it comes to TikTok as well. And behind all of that, that content and that building up a sense of community, there's also some pretty smart technology behind the platform. Could you talk us through what's so smart about how TikTok functions and perhaps how it's different from, from other social media platforms available? Absolutely. So I guess the first thing to draw on there um, is that we don't really see ourselves as social media. So we are uh, the leading global video platform. And with that, we are very much in the entertainment space. Um, so the first thing to touch on is that when the user is on TikTok, uh, they are fully immersed within the TikTok environment. So they aren't using it as a second screen. It's that idea that you don't check TikTok, you really watch TikTok and you're fully immersed when you're there. And so the reason that is the case is because we are powered by a very unique algorithm. Um, so what that means is that the, the For You feed, where you land on when you uh, come onto the app, uh, is really based on what the user likes rather than what they follow. So we are very much a content graph rather than a social graph. So because of that, the platform is very much optimized for discovery. The algorithm means that you are served up an endless stream of video that's very personalized and unique to you. So it means that users and brands can literally go viral without having a single follower uh, because their content can be seen by the community really far and wide. So what that's done is really give everyone from kind of aspiring makeup artists um, and professional dermatologists all the way down to the world's leading brands a really unique platform to reach a much wider audience and connect with potential customers. So I guess that's the kind of secret source to TikTok is our unique algorithm. That's very different to kind of any other platform. I guess the second thing um, to, to touch on here is that we are full screen sound on total immersion. Um, so it's really, really important that when you're thinking about your TikTok strategy to almost think sound first. And that is really, really fundamental uh, to the TikTok experience. OK. And do you think that that's why, you know, your beauty is innately very uh, tactile and it's an industry and a category that people engage with in a very emotive way do you think that that's helped in in why TikTok and beauty have married up so nicely definitely um and there are a number of different trends we've seen um in the beauty space to your point of, of, of it being a tactile industry, we've seen huge trends for things like ASMR and oddly satisfying content of just 
engaging with and experimenting with pigment and texture of products. So that's been a huge trend. So something that we see probably more than any other platform, uh, but this kind of oddly satisfying, just opening lip glosses or looking at packaging. So it lends itself so perfectly to the audio side of things. But again, the video uh, format itself is so perfect when it comes to beauty. So actually, many nuances there in terms of transformation. So um, big kind of uh, beauty campaigns of working with creators from start to finish when they're creating a look all yeah. the way down to learning on TikTok. So um, we've seen a lot of key dermatologists, expert KOLs joining the platform and imparting their knowledge. So the video format can be used in so many different ways when it comes to beauty. But fundamentally, it's a great format for people to express themselves um, and to experiment. And so I think we've really seen um, TikTok become a powerful space for that as well. Absolutely. And on that point of, you know, those transformational videos or educational even, uh, beauty and skincare and all, all parts of beauty, it's very results driven, isn't it? So there's always that desire, I suppose, for users to, yeah, understand how an end look or, or an end skincare routine, how everything that goes behind that. Totally. Yeah. And I think even looking at things like the hashtag for beauty hacks has had over 7 billion views. Um, so there's yeah. this appetite to learn you know, new ways of applying products, um, ingredients within specific products and efficacy. Um, and we're seeing this generation of super empowered consumers that are really getting their knowledge from the platform. So there's a huge appetite there for tips, for, for trends, uh, for new ways of using product, for discovering new brands and new ways to do so. Um, and it's really fueling our trend for TikTok made me buy it, which is a hashtag you'll see on the platform. Uh, 3.5 billion views on that but what we're seeing is that these trends are then translating into products selling out yeah. on a global scale yeah and on that um coming back to the technological side with the the unique algorithm that you said and the mm -hmm. work of hashtags and tracking user engagement um how closely is tiktok looking at future technology and, and new ideas on how to optimize the platform yeah, that's a really uh, important point for us. We're always innovating and pushing the platform forward. I think our biggest area of growth at the moment is around uh, strategic partnerships. Um, so we recently announced one with Shopify uh, across Europe. So we're really allowing brands to kind of own their marketing strategy within the Shopify app. Um, so they're able to advertise and can convert interest to sales really, really quickly. This kind of complements our suite of other advertising and marketing solutions. So we're constantly innovating in that space as well. So looking forward at things like virtual try-on, branded effect filters, that kind of thing. So actually allowing users to interact with and, and virtually try on products and engage with them when they might not actually own them yet. So I think we're going to see a lot more in that space as well. Um, and our innovation is all driven by the appetite of users on the platform. And obviously, we've seen over the last kind of two years or so that beauty is a huge passion point for the audience. Um, and we're continuing to see content being created at a phenomenal scale. So while the appetite is there, we will absolutely be going where the users are going um, and, you know, giving them new options uh, to engage with brands on the platform and, and to get involved in trends as well. Yeah, because in many ways, it's the users, I suppose, that are being innovative in content terms. And I suppose TikTok is just sort of supporting that movement. Is that right? 
Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's brands as well, but um, we do see trends constantly uh, kind of bubbling up from user-generated content. Mm. Um, so whether or not that's reinvigorating brands and lo- product launches that haven't been recent. So for instance, L'Oreal Telescopic Mascara, I think that launched about eight years ago. Um, okay. It's been a huge trend for that product, again, on the TikTok uh, platform. And yeah, we're seeing this across the board. So recently, Charlotte Tilbury, the Beauty Light ones, went viral on, on the platform and sold out on their websites. We've seen it for uh, Dior Rosy Blush. Um, so yes, I would say that a lot of our trends are user-generated content-led. However, we do work with brands to kind of own the TikTok experience and start their own uh, hashtag challenges and kind of viral moments on the platform as well. Okay, yeah, so a real combination of both. Yeah, absolutely. And how do users are engaging with beauty on TikTok? How do you think this is transforming the wider beauty business, Antonia? Oh, there's so many ways. I think um, from my perspective, the most exciting way is really in the approach to beauty on a global scale. We are really proud of the fact that we're redefining how beauty shows up. Um, as our community is inherently diverse, we're consciously moving away from that homogenous, one size fits all, perfect life aesthetic that we've maybe seen on other platforms um, to a much more inclusive and di- diverse approach to beauty. And we're seeing our vast, vast audience really demand that of brands as well. So that's one thing uh, that we're seeing huge transformation in. Um, I guess the next one is around our trends and hacks and kind of viral moments. We are also seeing brands actually create reactive products off the back of UGC and trends they've seen on on the platform. So I think that's going to be a huge trend going forward. And then, yeah, the the kind of TikTok made me buy it effect. Um, So the fact that we are actually selling out product (laughs) on a global scale, we've seen it with brands like CeraVe, um, L'Oreal Infallible Foundation, Maybelline Sky High Mascara, just to name a few. That's also a really, really powerful aspect of the platform as well, the ability to drive conversion. Yeah. Do you think the brands saw it coming? You know, these brands that get sell out products because of TikTok? Honestly, not always, uh, which I think is the most exciting part of the platform. Um, We always tell brands to almost use TikTok as a social barometer to see how they're being spoken about um, and what the audience want from them and whether or not they're resonating with a particular product. So um, I think the fact that we do see this groundswell around particular products and trends is so exciting and you know brands can kind of help to to start those trends and they can you know have really robust uh, PR strategies with sending out products to the right creators and a really diverse range of creators as well to encourage trends to to, to kind of start on the platform Um, but fundamentally we are a platform that's powered by authenticity and all it takes is one piece of UGC heroing a particular product um, to then get that selling out globally and kind of uh, other people in the community jumping on that, replicating that trend, filming themselves, trying that product. It's something we saw recently for Dr. Jart actually, for Seacapair Balm. That was powered by one post in the US by a creator called Bauer Beauty. And she is quite a vocal um, beauty creator for the over 30s on the, on the platform. And okay. she uh, is yeah really, really obsessed with kind of no makeup makeup and filmed herself using 
holding the balm and it's quite a visual product in that it starts off green and then adapts to your individual skin tone so yeah that cause literally I think it sold out in Sephora potentially in Ulta Beauty as well um there was so much UGC off the back of that one piece of content so yeah, yeah all it really takes is is one <laughs> uh, one piece of content to kind of spark that trend um and yeah that's the power of TikTok I suppose yeah. And you mentioned there this opportunity for brands to be reactive to TikTok trends and what's happening and use it as a sort of social barometer, like you said. Mm-hmm. How reactive do they have to be, you know, in terms of window? Because NPD doesn't happen quickly. You know, marketing campaigns take time. How reactive do brands need to be if they want to jump on a trend or jump on a hashtag? Yeah, I mean, we do encourage brands to have a finger on the pulse um, as much as they can on TikTok. So it can even be reactive by replying to comments, taking a, a particular question or a comment from one post and using that to inform your next post um, and having that two-way dialogue with the community. It's really important that brands think about TikTok as a place where they can do that. So not just showing up as, the, as themselves and, and being a brand giving their kind of marketing messaging to the audience but actually being receptive to recommendations understanding exactly what it is that that consumer cares about um, and having that two-way dialogue with them so we are a really powerful place for brands to give a different window and kind of connect with users in a slightly different way So we've recently seen brands like YSL Beauty do that. They launched an amazing campaign around Pride, actually, which was all around dance, uh, which was quite interesting for them. But uh, we are, you know, a space where brands can experiment a little bit and be a bit freer and take on board exactly what does matter to their consumer um, and react accordingly. I think that that's the really interesting aspect, isn't it? And perhaps the challenging aspect for brands as well to strip back perhaps a little bit of that um, perfect marketing image and actually work out what's real for them in terms of their messaging and how they want to be perceived and engaged with users on TikTok. Definitely, yeah. Beyond that, what other future opportunities do you see for TikTok and beauty on your side, on the TikTok side, but also for brands? The opportunities are endless. Um, We're seeing at the moment that the uh, demographic is aging up slightly. So we are powered by this Gen Z energy and it's very much our heartland audience. Uh, But we are seeing our community diversifying. So with that, there's more opportunity for brands to speak to other demographics as as well as Gen Z on, on the platform. We're also a place where beauty brands can experiment and show a different side of their personality. So we're seeing brands really test and learn in this space. Recently, we launched a campaign with Charlotte Tilbury around that airbrush flawless foundation. So using an original audio and, the, and amazing creators. Um, so they're experimenting with showing up in different ways. Uh, but we're also seeing brands like Revolution Beauty uh, use TikTok in slightly different ways too. So they recently launched a campaign called Create a Revolution with us. This is back in March. Um, And essentially, they have used TikTok as an incubator to find the next big global beauty creator. 
Uh, So it's been essentially a two month long search uh, using a hashtag challenge to generate literally hundreds of thousands of pieces of user generated content. And what they are going to do is actually crown uh, a winner. I I think in Q4 of this year, they will get an $100,000 cash prize from Revolution. They will also get a contract with Revolution to create their own product line. Um, And what they are doing is almost using this as a launch pad for this creator's career going forwards. So we'll see a lot more of that kind of thing. So brands kind of using TikTok in slightly different ways and creating like truly immersive digital experiences. Uh, I think the other thing that we we will see more of is hopefully in real life experiences. (laughs) COVID-19 restrictions dependent, of course, Mm -hmm. Um, but we would love to do more in real life events um, and opportunities there for brands to kind of blend their physical and digital presence and take people on an immersive beauty journey. A couple of other things I'm excited about. So uh, the rise of genderless beauty, um, and brands tapping into not just female creators, but gender fluid and male beauty creators as well. That's something that actually off the back of the revolution campaign, we saw so many entrants um, from male and gender fluid creators. So that's something that we're really excited about and is very unique to TikTok. In terms of opportunities within the beauty category as well, I think fragrance is a really, really key one for us going forwards. At our core, we're a storytelling platform and there is so much opportunity when it comes to uh, sense and sound and kind of breaking down the sense screen barrier. There's been a lot of research into the connection between uh, sense and sound and I believe what came out of that in the last kind of 10 years or so is that 20% of our smell receptors respond to auditory tones so we're really encouraging fragrance brands to get involved on uh, on TikTok and think about how they can use sound in their storytelling and kind of uh, build out their communities around them there so I think fragrance is probably the one to watch as well um, on the platform. Yeah that's fascinating because you know immediately you think fragrance would be especially hard to communicate via video and visuals and sounds but you think that there is a way a way in for for brands. Absolutely I mean if you think about how fragrance brands have been showing up for years it's really been on TV and we are you know being an entertainment platform sound on fully immersive we are a really really powerful place for fragrance brands to connect with a new consumer particularly Gen Z um, at, at huge scale so we've seen brands like YSL and Joe Malone already kind of leaning into that but if you think back to the idea of fragrance notes you know notes are sounds at the end of the day and there is so much appetite and opportunity uh, within the audience for fragrance um, we've seen trends for brands like Baccarat Rouge already, by Rado, hugely popular on the platform. Um, so there is, you know, mass appetite from the audience for fragrance brands to show up and fundamentally to kind of build communities around them. Okay. And what about taking this content and this immersive nature of TikTok through to purchases, you know, uh, money invested in brands from these users? How's TikTok looking to take that forward? So it's a really important thing for TikTok moving forward. And we've been testing and learning with e-commerce offerings and partnerships for a while now. 
it's something we will continue to experiment with and we're testing a lot of kind of shoppable ad products we'll be able to share a bit more information on that in due course but it's really important to us that we provide uh, you know new opportunities to connect brands and consumers and creators and consumers as well so yes we'll be able to provide more um, as we kind of release more in that area but yes it's a huge focus for us. Now, with everything that's happening at such a fast pace on the platform for TikTok as a business, what are some of the challenges that you face daily and and perhaps thinking forward at all these future opportunities that you've just taken us through? Oh, challenges. Um, I guess it is to continue the momentum um, and the amazing growth that we've experienced so far. There's also a lot of work to do around kind of educating brands and getting them to be comfortable with the platform and really using it to its uh, kind of best ability. So, yeah, that's something that will, um, I think, get easier with time. We are seeing loads of amazing brands join the platform, you know, all the way from kind of luxury brands like Gucci, Balenciaga, Balmain all the way um, to our beauty brands, Revolution, the Inky List. So uh, there's huge appetite, but there's still a really long way to go um, in terms of getting all the brands on board that we can do. Okay. And then just to finish, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on how different you think TikTok might look and feel on the beauty side in, I don't know, three to five years. Will it be recognisable? Will it still have its its same sort of roots and, and principles that it was founded upon? Or do you think that it might sort of morph into something unknown and very different? So I think uh, our roots and our purpose are fundamental to us as a business. And that is really about inspiring creativity and bringing joy. Fundamentally, we are a place where uh, users reign and we want them to kind of come to the platform and and feel good (laughs) once they've left. From my perspective, that is so perfectly in line with the beauty industry, which is fundamentally about making people feel good about themselves. So I think in the next three to five years, we will really retain those core values at the heart of the business. Um, But there will be a lot of growth and innovation in terms of e-commerce, new ad formats, new brands coming onto the platform. And the thing that I'm really excited about is the new creators that we'll see over the next three to five years. I think of the the creator revolution campaign as anything to go by. There is some amazing talent out there. Um, And so we're going to see a whole new generation of beauty creators uh, that brands will be working with, I think, over the next five years. And TikTok is a really, really powerful place um, for those creators to kind of get discovered. Yeah, I think that's probably where the sort of unknown excitement lies, isn't it, in the user generated content that's yet to come? Definitely. I can't believe the talent. (laughs) So many super, super talented makeup artists and hairstylists and yeah, dermatologists. There's just so much to be discovered on the platform. So I think we'll continue to innovate in that space and continue to be seen as a leading authority in beauty um, and a place where people turn not just to learn hacks, but also to upskill their knowledge to become experts on things like skin, hair, uh, ingredients, um, Mm. that kind of thing. So we are going to see a really hyper-empowered consumer. Excellent. Lots to come and lots to look forward to by the sounds of it. (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. Well, look, thank you so much for taking time to talk to us today, Antonia. It's been really, really great getting your insights on the workings behind TikTok and where you think this platform's going in the future. Thank you. Thank you so much. 
Well, that's all from us at Beauty 4.0, a podcast by Cosmetics Design Europe, bringing you everything you need to know about tech and innovation advances in the field.